Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. If you can find a fishing hole that has no ice on it, <laughs> fish it. Okay. <laughs> Russ Francisco, Happy New Year to you at Marine General. How are you? Oh, I got a sore throat and a little frog down there. Yeah, that's going around. Yeah, thank you. Can you use frogs as bait? Yes, you can. <laughs> that's hey. what I was wondering. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we used to do that as kids, and I'll bet you did too, Russ. Yep, yep. Bass. Yes, indeed. And northerns. You uh, kind of put that hook through the snout and say, go get them, buddy. Yep. And it would do its thing on the lily pads and across the weeds and hang on. But, you know, no bait shop sells frogs as bait. Not anymore. No. No, don't sell. You, you, uh, we go to shows, and uh, like even down in Madison, and, uh, you know, shows where we buy stuff for next year. Yeah. And a guy will come in and say, yeah, I got to go. I got to leave a day early. I got to go trap frogs. And yep. somebody will say, you got frogs? Yeah. Hey, I'll take whatever you can get. <laughs> Where do you live? 100 miles away. Huh. Well, if you take enough of them, I'll deliver them. So that's what they do. Wow. And then when you go way south, you, you walk into the bait shops, and, and all you hear is crickets yep. and things like that. And they have big bins of that. It's sort of fun to when, I, when I'm on the road, and I don't go much anymore, but when I go on the road, I would go in these bait shops to see the differences and, and bobbers and this, different things they use in different parts of the country. It's just pretty interesting. I had a, uh, uh, when I'm thinking here, a, a grasshopper um, yeah. on a hook that a kid had tried to cast. And it hooked on my back. I had bare back. At the, you know, I'm 10 years old. So yeah. I had to go to the uh, doctor's office at this one small town, uh, Annandale. And uh, I got this hook in my back, very little blood, and a grasshopper crawling around my back. <laughs> he said, this is a first. And he actually took a picture of it. <laughs> grasshopper. Well, yeah. anyway, it worked. We cut crappies on that. But moving right along here, uh, Lake Superior is kind of uh, fickle. We got ice. We got no ice. We got ice. Well, the bay is good, the, but Lake Superior yeah. itself, unless it's down in Schwamigan, uh not much for ice uh, right now. But Schwamigan's starting to stiffen up, and so a lot of folks are starting to go there. So that's uh, that's good. And so it's um, um, we're right on track actually. Other than, other than the little burp we had for ten days with the slush on the lakes and stuff and. Uh, stuff people are back rolling again, so it's 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 wide open. Uh, tents are a little smaller than usual because people aren't buying big tents because they can't drive out uh-huh. uh, with their trucks. But but other than that, people are going. Rods are selling great, and um, it's uh, it's actually hard to keep some stuff in stock. Not that it's hard to get, but we just got caught off guard because it sort of slowed up and all of a sudden it took off. But we're getting there now. What's the hot item that's going out the door? Oh, I think you know the new baits. Uh, Anything in these small baits like pinhead minnows from Clam are really good. It's funny because all the baits are tinier, much smaller than they were last year. Uh, people are buying smaller baits, and, and they're telling us that the fish are buying on, biting on small baits. So, so we've uh, we've been struggling to keep those full, but we're doing pretty good on it um, because normally we buy a little bigger baits, right? So right. we have lots of those in back stock, but this year it's small baits. So we're we're doing that, and it's not just crappies; it's walleyes and everything. So I don't I don't know what the reasoning for that is, except that. Uh, uh, it iced up a little early, and then and then we had, of course, all the mm-hmm. all the uh, heavy snow and stuff. So maybe maybe the bait is different than it normally is. 
but uh, but a lot of the lakes that that were slushy still have some slush and water, but it's not really bad. And a lot, if you want to go fishing, you can find lakes that are easy to fish. Uh, you just got to look for it. And of course, if you go 60 miles west of here, they didn't get near the snow we did, and, and they're they're driving on the lakes. I fellow called me yesterday and said uh, we're driving on Gull Lake. You know. Oh really? So yeah. So it's uh, they didn't get near the slush that we got. They got maybe two inches of slush, but nothing like we got. So, but the cold snap helped a lot. Uh, and it, uh, it, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not telling you to drive your car out. People are starting to drive four wheelers and snowmobiles and things like that. So, uh, so it's, it's correcting. So it'll be fine. Now you live on the river at the far west end of town. Um, <clears throat> I know the, <clears throat> the river is frozen in areas, uh, but not at your end. It's still got a current going. Well, you know, and I don't live right on the river, so I'm a little ways away. But okay. I, when the leaves are down, I can see it, right? So, so, I, um, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, yesterday I watched. They were out in the middle of there. There are people in the middle of Arrowhead Flats, just like would normally be in January. And I'm thinking, holy cow! But a guy told me there's six inches of snow of, of ice out there. Okay. And of course, it 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 sort of sunk out of the out of sight when we had the the snow. So. Yeah. It's nice, crisp ice. They're up in they're up in McClure's. They're, they're all over the place. So, uh, fishing's okay. I just talked to the kids that were fishing eel pouts up off of um, uh, not Boy Scout Landing. There's some soft spots at Boy Scout yet. They told me they went out with a chisel and tested it. Yeah. But if you get up into Fond du Lac and stuff, he says, and it's 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 real honestly good ice and and uh, no problem at all. And they, they started to catch big eel pout the other night. So, mm-hmm. so those are starting to be. So fishing's pretty much. Uh, I can tell there's a lot of people going because I I was just telling a fellow this morning. Uh, uh, on one of your uh, stations there, mm-hmm. uh, Jason. In fact, uh, you know we sell a lot of minnows, but not like not like you know Matt and up at Fisherman's Corner and, and Charlestown's because uh, they're on the way to the lakes, right? They're on the way to all these lakes, and we have the river and the bay. But we're selling so many minnows right now. We're taking deliveries twice a week, so that tells you where everybody seems to be going. So the harbor is doing well, and and there's lots of fish being caught, and it's easy going. The river is doing pretty well. So right now, below the hill, we're doing real well, and uh, and that's normally by now that sort of wanes off a little bit, but it's just cranking up. So if we happen to get ice on this end of Lake Superior, we'll really be busy. But but it's uh, but it's good. A lot of like a lot of a lot of pop up tents, a lot of. Uh, smaller stuff, uh, a lot of uh, things that you would normally think had already been bought, yeah. uh, but they're just starting to kick in. Um, so it's, it's going pretty good. I, I, think, I think we'll do well. So think small when it comes to the baits right now. I would. I would. A lot of crappie minnows going out the door. This mm-hmm. time of year, we normally sell quite a few uh, uh, small sucker minnows and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's all been chubs and stuff, smaller minnows. So uh, small shiners, you know, that type of thing. So uh, I think that's just a trend that everybody's figured out, and I can't tell you why, but that's what's happening. But we're going to keep on going. Manufacturers are getting real aggressive on pricing, too, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's, uh, it's uh, you know, we're, right now we're doing 30% off of all the ice suits, and, and I think Fred added boots to it today. They, they've made us some deals. to. We bought a bunch of stuff so we got 30 percent off of that and hats gloves and of course and socks we're always doing discounts on those so those are all 30 percent uh there's some deals on ice augers right now so that that was a surprise so uh so you can save uh ah, golly 10 20 percent depends on what it is on an ice auger uh tents uh pop-ups and stuff and even the flip overs you can save up to three hundred dollars so i mean the factories felt that snowstorm and it uh, slowed them down enough where they got a little concerned so they started making us deals and we're buying them and passing it on so that's what we're doing that is outstanding uh what are your hours at marine general 
Okay, so this weekend, uh, we're going to be 9 to 3 on Saturday. We're going to close on Sunday. Uh, we've got nine people doing 16 people's jobs. And so uh, I just said, you know, we're going to close. It would be a short day for us anyway. And I said, guys, go get rested up because when we come back on the first, we're going to, it's you know, no no, uh, no bar. Uh, no holds barred. barred. Yeah. yeah, no holds barred. There you go. So anyway, uh, we're open normally 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3 on Sunday. Uh, MarineGeneral.com all the time. And if you have any questions and you're outside the area, use the 800 number. It's 800-777-8557. We ship every day. boy, Russ Francisco. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. 15th Avenue East, London Road. And uh, in a little bit, we're going to talk to Philip Lockett. He's the, I don't know what he is, Ramrod Trail boss mm-hmm. for uh, snowmobiles. Uh, he's got a trail just north of Island Lake that's pretty popular. We'll see how that's going. Hang on. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie Stearns with the Minnesota DNR. Did you know that throughout the winter, DNR personnel monitor the condition of dozens of cross-country skiing and snowmobile trails? The trail conditions information is updated on the DNR website after 2 p.m. on Thursday afternoons, and more frequently when conditions warrant. Available information includes a map of current snow depth across Minnesota, and a trail-by-trail description of snow conditions, trail base, and grooming activity. Additional location-based information, such as driving and parking directions, trail maps, facilities, and a landscape narrative are also provided. For more information, visit mndnr.gov or call 888-646-6367. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Johnny's a joker. He's a bird. A very funny joker. He's a bird. Bird dogs. I love hunting birds with dogs. <laughs> yeah. Not the dog I have now. She's afraid of anything that goes louder than a sneeze. <laughs> All right. Pat Kugel joins us. Speaking of hunting and uh, superior oh, yeah. shooter supply, good morning. Good morning to you, and uh, we're all set for almost for a new year, a new start. New weather, maybe? <laughs> new weather. Less snow. Yeah, less snow. So, you know, that's that's good. Time for a do-over, I think. I once worked um, with a guy named Less Snow. I really did. Less Snow. Did Lester you? Snow. Mr. Snow. <laughs> yeah, well, I could use less of that, but what the heck. Some people have it worse. Uh, that's for sure. Hey, what's well, going on? At, what's going on at your store? Give us a good. Well, clue. I just you know it's it's winter. In case you didn't know, so I'm just going to uh, let people know a couple of things, and that uh, Superior Trap Club will be starting. Yay! Uh, yeah, and that'll be good. Uh, that'll be every other Sunday, beginning the eighth and then the twenty fifth. And where That's where is that of, located? It's uh, on Highway Thirty Five. South, 11 miles south of Superior, so, on the uh, left-hand side. All Superior right, and Minnesota people can use that, too. Everybody, it's open to the public. Uh, they do have uh, doubles teams, but you don't have to be on a team. Okay. You can just go out there and shoot, and uh, they are they welcome everybody, and they get a nice crowd there because, you know, people are kind of waiting for something to do. Yep. And we do have, uh, finally, we have a better, much better selection of trap loads in now, too, than we did last year at this time. 
So uh, that's something to do. The Douglas County Fish and Game League Range, known as the George Constance Range, yeah. has gone to winter hours, which is Saturdays only. I believe it's 10 to 4, but at least that's open now, too. Uh, um, and if you get, you know, you just got to pull the trigger. So, you know, it is, it, it's <laughs> tough. This time of the year gets tough. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll get through it. We're getting more and more reloading components in now, so hopefully people will be able to do that, too. It's a popular time now to reload. I have my, uh, hand, ra- I have my hand raised. Yes, little boy in the back. <laughs> What's the difference between a trap load and a game load? A game load is usually the shot size is larger, although not always, so if we're going to be... <laughs> So with with uh, trap loads, they are seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, and nine. It's a finer shot. Uh, it's not legal to use anything bigger than that in the regular competitions. It's generally one ounce of shot to ounce and an eighth. So in field loads, of course, it can be anywhere from fours, you know. And then of, of course, they, you do use some fine shot for grouse, yeah. and it can be and it can be one ounce, uh, but it's. Um, Usually, when you think of it, it's an ounce and a quarter, ounce and a half. Uh, it depends on what you're hunting, pheasants or waterfall, of course, which is steel. Yeah. But the big difference probably isn't so much it, in trap loads. It's fine shot only, one ounce. Well, some people have been going to seven-eighths ounce, too. Seven-eighths, one ounce, ounce and an eighth of fine shot only. Huh. Mm-hmm. I should have known Otherwise. that years and years ago. I should have known that. Well, you can't know everything, can you? Ah, good point. My son once told me that I knew everything, but you know what? Thanks to you, now I do. Now you do, exactly. Yeah, we still have the same hours, 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're still doing what we do. We take guns in on consignment. We've been buying a lot of used guns lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, of course, now I don't know how the year is going to go for new product, but I can guarantee you it's going to be much better than last year. Uh, and uh, in fact, I'm attending a show next week, and we'll see, you know, hopefully some new products. But mostly, what they've been doing, truthfully, is just playing catch up, and we're all yeah. looking forward to that. Aren't we all yeah. looking forward to that? All right, <laughs> Pat Kukul, we are going to talk snowmobiling in just a minute, okay? Oh, fun. Okay. All right. See you next week. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Bye bye. We'll take a break. Philip Lockett up next. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. I was just talking to Freshwater Fishing Hall of Famer, Mr. Walleye Gary Roach, and he told me he was out ice fishing. He had parked his truck. He was getting ready to get his stuff out of the back. He noticed there were a lot of other anglers parking as well and grabbing their stuff and heading way out into spots over deep holes. That was not his game plan. Freshwater Fishing Hall of Famer Mr. Walleye Gary Roach says he's still using techniques for first ice bite. He says early ice bite is great and it doesn't seem to be waning. He's still finding his fish closer to shore in the shallower structure, in the shallower vegetation. So he is still using early ice techniques to catch those fish. He was at an access recently and he was watching all these anglers pulling their gear out of the truck and trudging across the ice to get to spots that were quite a ways out 
That's where the deeper water is. They're fishing mid-winter scenarios where the fish are in those deep holes. Roach said he has not had to go any deeper than 15 feet to find great crappie fishing, great sun fishing, and even the walleyes are out on that weed edge at this time. So stick to those early ice techniques and you're probably going to be way ahead of the pack. This is from the pages of the Outdoor News. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Nice tune. Yeah, we're into something good. Yep, we sure are. His name is Philip Lockett, and he's <laughs> fresh from uh, diving, uh, skin diving, scuba diving in what, Indonesia? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, we were three weeks over there. It's uh, hard to come back. It was 85 there, and I came <laughs> back to 20 below. Oh, were you here for the big snow? No, we left right before that. We went out and got our trails all open on Thanksgiving. I left uh, right around the 1st uh, of December and got home on Christmas Eve to yeah. find this big mess on our trails. And I've been out. Uh, we've, well, I've had crews out every day this week and trying to get the trails open enough to get the groomers through. And then, of course, we don't have a lot of ice uh, in a couple spots that we can't get the groomers across. So we're just, yeah, we're fighting fighting to get it open right now. Wow. So, uh, there's plenty of snow, and that's probably, that's the problem, right? There's a lot of snow, and it was heavy and wet, and so everything yeah. got flocked, and everything got smashed into the trails. and Yeah, and trees falling down like crazy. Yeah, and mo- most of them didn't fall. Most of them are just flocked and bent over in the trail, so that's the problem is you gotta you got to walk off the trail to cut the tree, which is five deep snow and then when you cut the tree off it falls in the trail and then you cut it up and then you got to walk back off the trail throw it all off the trail so it's it's kind of a brutal day wow uh you're not doing this all alone hopefully you got some other volunteers uh, a few but not enough we can always use more it's uh yeah there's there's a kind of half a dozen to a dozen hardcore people that help yeah. out but uh yeah it's we did have the 148th uh, fighter wing up. They've been helping uh, multiple Snowmobile clubs. I'll have to give a big shout-out to those guys. They've done a fantastic job helping out all the clubs in the area. So they've uh, they've come out in force. That helps a lot. Well, I know you've got the club people. They're pretty good folks. But uh, maybe Dave Strandberg and I could come up there with our chainsaws. <laughs> well, we'll welcome anybody that wants to come. We'll tell you that. All right. So, I don't uh, have a chainsaw. He, Dave doesn't have a chainsaw. <laughs> you know, we, not, we we got we got plenty of chainsaws. Ah. You don't need a chainsaw. So, All right. So uh, the the trail is open for use. It's open. Yeah. It's. I would say it's passable in most locations. I wouldn't say it's perfect. We have groomed from uh, the clubhouse to the east to the North Shore Trail and back. Yeah. Um, most of the clubs have gotten most of their trails open. We we did get to the west all the way to the to 53 now. After yesterday, we have a couple of trails open that way. We haven't got the groomers over there because of the uh, ice conditions on a one water hole next to Beaver River. Yep. We don't have. We only got six to ten inches of ice there, and we need 
more than that to take the groomers across. So we'll, uh, we might try and even trailer some around to get them over there to get it open, but uh, it's a long process, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's uh, you know, 94 miles of trail, and it, we were going on average 100 to 200 feet every time we had to stop oh. and cut something off the trail, so it, it takes a long time at that rate. Sure is a lot of work to have fun, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, and it's all volunteer. Yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. So it's it can only you can only whip people and beat them so hard when they're volunteers and they don't come back. Well, let's put it this way: Do you need help? You need volunteers. What's a phone number to call if somebody wants to donate some time? Yeah, my phone number is two one eight three four eight. 9161 and uh, we have had people call up and say they're coming to help uh that's the problem though sometimes people are like well i'm just gonna go out on my own well Ooh. you go out on your own and it burns you out pretty fast if you don't have a crew helping you yeah so, and that's the tough part so well yeah. i i've always admired you first time i met you was at uh, one of the als weigh-ins and you were so <laughs> so uh i don't know excited about the snowmobile season i thought this guy's cool and I still think you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, kind of a sickness, I think, actually. But it's, yeah. Well, good job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll give that number a little bit later. Okay. All right, see you <laughs> later. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Philip. Yeah. Philip Lockett. Bye. I'd love to talk to him for about a half hour, but we got to scoot. Uh, let's take a break. Maybe Johnny Charleston's got something to talk about. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. And I'll bet Charles from Cells do wackadoos <laughs> for four pound test line. There you go. Johnny Charles from Good Morning. Good morning. A do wackadoo sounds like a lure, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like a, a Swedish lure. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, how's fishing been up your way? Uh, we we had a little reprieve of customers, but now just the last few days with things warming up, people starting to get back out there, and uh, we're, sounds like they're getting a few fish. Good. Well, give me a tip. How do I do I it? it. How, how deep? <laughs> the, the, the last big tip I heard was uh, that they're catching northern so if a guy wants to play with some northerns it sounds like rice lake has been uh pretty mm. decent about five feet of water and uh, get yourself some of them light northern sucker minnows yeah. or if you want to you want to get fancy with them you can throw some shiners at them too mm. uh, a nice little uh, hook on the front or uh some kind of jazz on the front well on those bigger sucker minnows i would probably go uh a tip up with a just a plain hook, mm. and uh, for like a smaller shiner minnow, maybe put that on a, a nice uh, jig and rapala or a uh, Swedish pimple or something for okay. for jigging. Sounds good. I got to I got to say this. Uh, I had two people come to me over the weekend, the Christmas weekend, and say, "Where were you at the frenzy?" And uh, so here's to all the guys up at uh, Cirrus that are listening, and to Tom, uh, I apologize, 
Not my choice. I was here last Friday ready to do the show, but I was the only one in the building. <laughs> yeah, I did, it's pretty hard to run the, run the board and the phones. Yeah. And the, I, the apparently there was a memo that I didn't read. So. <laughs> oh, the memo that says, hey, you get the day off. Yeah. Oh, I would I would rather work. So, uh, what lakes are catching fish, Johnny? Um, you mentioned well, rice lake. I mentioned mentioned rice. Mm-hmm. I, I hear a little. I heard some people getting some fish in the bay. Uh, some nice wallets coming off of people walking in by the uh, the boat club. Yeah, and down by the airport. So. Um, and the nice thing about there is they that ice came a lot later and with a lot less snow, so mm. it's, it's not so much of a mess. But uh, just uh, yesterday, me and Lynn had dinner at the um, Eagle's Nest, and I was shocked to see houses out from the Eagle's Nest on Fish Lake, Ooh. and I seen people walking around out there, and it's like they're not walking in a bunch of slush. So uh, apparently on Fish Lake, uh, a lot of that slush in the cold and the wind, um, a lot of it kind of dried up. So I wouldn't say it's completely. I'm sure if you get off track on on these lakes, you're gonna you're gonna find some, still find some wet pockets. But uh, there's some froze up uh, trails and tracks, and if you pick your spots, you can get out on Fish Lake. You can get out on. Uh, Rice Lake and, and Boulder and, and, there. and they're still getting a few walleyes. I like to walk in somebody else's footsteps. Uh, as uh, one guy told me, <laughs> no ice is ever 100% safe. Yeah. But, so, yeah, this year it's, it's if you're out making fresh tracks in a new spot, you might also find yeah. a, a foot of slush. And yeah. That's, that's, that's no fun to go get yourself. No fun at all. Hey, what are your hours? At, what are you, I got to ask you here. We got a school. What's uh, hours at Charleston's? Yeah. Uh, bait shop opens up every morning at six o'clock. Closes at eight, seven on Sundays, and the archery range uh, opens up at nine. Closes at uh, eight, seven on Sundays. It's a good place to stop for a salted nut roll and a good cup of coffee, also, right? Yeah, and an ice cream bar. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Thanks, Johnny. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. See you later. Say hi to Lenny for me. we got to take a break. Boy, I'm getting behind her and behind her here, Strandy. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. I'm just mad about saffron. He likes yellow, this guy. (laughs) Mellow yellow. Mellow yellow. I think that's the name of a drink, isn't it? Um, kind of a, it's a can of uh, yeah. soda. Yeah. Yellow Yellow, yeah. Kind of a Mountain Dew ripoff or Which something. came first, the song or the, the drink? <laughs> yeah, I think the song. Okay. But I know who's on next. Yeah. It's Jay <laughs> at Superior Guns and Ammo. Good morning. Happy New Year, Jay. Good morning. Happy New Year. How are you guys doing over there? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it's not bad weather now, so that's happy. Uh, is this your first ugly weather up here? No, no. Oh. I've uh, I, I wasn't here for the the Halloween storm, you know, a couple of years back. But uh, 
I've definitely seen my fair share up here. Oh, okay, so you're a pro at this. Hey, uh, after the holidays now, I bet you got in some, some used guns that are really good. Absolutely. Folks are uh, swinging in, and uh, maybe they didn't quite quite get the gun they wanted, so they're swinging them in and uh, trading them out for good stuff. Hmm. How complicated, how complicated is it? If we're from Minnesota and we, we shop over in Superior on, on Ogden there, um, no problem? No, not at all. We uh, we transfer guns over to Minnesota all the time, um, so you can pick one up from us, and then you'll either get it the same day over in Minnesota or possibly the next one there. Are you having any problems getting ammo? No, no. Actually, we've uh, we've been lucky on on how stocked we've been able to stay. Um, we got a couple of good distributors, so we're we're staying pretty pretty flush here. Good, good. Uh, what else is co- what else you got going on there? We've got about a minute here. Well, so speaking of ammo, we uh, we do have sales on ammo today. Um, if you're looking to hit the range, we got sales on nine millimeter. Uh, we got sales on two two three and five five six. Um, and then with every gun purchase today, you'll also get ten percent off everything that you want to add to that gun. Uh, Whether that's a box of ammo, a holster, maybe a red dot for it. So we'll, we'll kit you out for a, not too bad of a price there. And if we've got a little problem with our equipment, you can fix that too. Absolutely. For a uh, full-service gunsmith in here. What, what are your hours going to be now? Uh, so we are open 9 to 6 on the weekdays, and then on Saturday we'll be here 9 to 5. Stop in and say, hey, Jay, I heard you on the radio and you sounded good, okay? <laughs> there you go. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll be right back. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. My tears are falling because you've taken her away. And though it really hurts there's something that I've got to say. Sing along. Ten bucks an hour, I babysit. Ten dollars an hour, I babysit. You would? Yep. All right. You're pretty cheap. That's what I make here. (laughs) Yeah. Dave Miller. You're making that much? Holy Uh, cow. I I know I shouldn't have gone there. Millsy, top of the morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dave. And good morning, everybody. And Happy New Year coming up here. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, mild weather after what we had. We deserve some break here for a while. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, there's a lot of people taking breaks right now. And yep. some of them just for a day and some of them for a week. But, gosh, I'll tell you, it's been busy at the store. They've, the snowshoes been going out the door right and left. Hey, 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 and, have you been snowshoeing? Um, the, to, let's see, Sunday I'm going snowshoeing. We had a trail that we developed out by our cabin that, that needs it every weekend, it seems like. But that's the yeah. first time we'll have a chance. And, but um, let's see here. You know, I, one of the things I always like to bring up this time of the year is candlelight ski and snowshoes. I'm glad you did and, that because I saw some coming up around here, too. Well, yeah, and yet, gosh, I've been looking all over the Internet trying to find dates for 2023 because most of the time when i'm looking i'm finding previous ones yeah. but the only one i found for sure was out at brule on uh on uh february 4th they've got a candlelight ski and snowshoe and we've done that one but it, it's like 
it's you almost got to call Jay Cook. You got to call Patterson. You got to call you know wherever and find out if they're going to have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boulder Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, but gosh, I I pulling my teeth out trying to find something. Of course, I'm an analog guy stuck in a digital world. <laughs> I understand, and and I would bet that up at the Gunsland Trail, they've got one going quite often. Yeah, yeah, and and then you know another thing that's coming up is all the sled dog races. And uh, and those are always fun to fun to watch. And probably the most fun one is the is the Cub Run, and uh, that happens out of Two Harbors. I don't remember the date, but it's it's coming up. It's January twenty something, if I remember it. I'll try and have it for the next show here. Okay, good. But uh, and picks for life. You know, I, I yep. didn't hear the whole yep. show, but if you're out on that ice, you really should have picks for life around yep. your neck and and ready to go because. It's a safety thing. I know you're short on time here, Rick, so I'm going to tell you, we, we already started a, another markdown, especially on the kids' stuff, but we got sales stuff going on on Columbia, North Face, and like clothing, footwear, sock deals, um, smart wool and darn tough socks. There's all kinds of stuff going on at the store right now. Um, whatever you need, folks, come and check with us. Warm hats, warm mittens. We're open 9 until 6 on weekdays, 9 to 5.30 on Saturdays and our cruise family day on Sundays here. That's why I decided to call it. We got to have some fun too. So everybody have a safe New Year's and and uh, and and enjoy getting outside. Get we'll those kids outside. No tick checks now. No, take it easy. Let, let's take it easy. Thanks, Millsy. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of Wisconsin, uh, pardon the voice. Uh, Wisconsin DNR uh, today issued the uh, early inland streams it's early catch and release oh and the season will be starting for trout on january 7th and that'll run through may 6th and then they lay back for spawning and so you catch them and throw them back absolutely all right which is what i do most of the time anyway all right sounds good all right we'll be right back you're listening to the fishing frenzy with rick jordan Abba. Or Abba, if you prefer. What do you prefer? I see Abba usually. Abba. Abba. Yeah. Abba dabba do. <laughs> Magically, we go up to hmm, 5675 Miller Trunk Highway. Oh, good. And uh, we run into Matt King. I never, ever give the address. I just say right across from the Dairy Queen. Uh. Matt, does that work? <laughs> <laughs> that, that that works. It's uh, right across from the Dairy Queen or right next to the Holiday Station at Midway and 53. Plenty of parking, too, and right near the lake, just up from Pike Lake. Absolutely, yep. So, yep. Matt, how's fishing? Well, there's been quite a few guys getting out. Uh, you know, they've been uh, going after it, uh, and uh, it, it seems like fishing's decent. Um, a lot of guys going after pike. Um, you know, we're selling a lot of decoys for spearing guys and, uh, you know, big light, uh, heavy northern and, and, uh, light pike for, uh, you know, tip ups and whatnot. And, uh, there's a lot of guys going after the crappies too and some walleye guys too. And uh, it seems like everybody's doing pretty good. Yeah. The thing that's a little bit un, I, I don't, not quite sure yet is, uh, some guys are telling me the slush isn't too bad. And then I've had a couple guys say that that there is some decent slush. So I think it probably depends on where you're at. Um, most guys have been telling me it's not that bad. Uh, um, so that's pretty good. 
Well, I can... I, I can't argue that because I've been on my lake and the slush is just icky. Okay. So that's all yep. I can. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been out. I just going by what they're telling me, and you know, and I think it's the lakes. Some of these lakes that froze right away. Yeah. You know, like caribou and that. Uh, I think are okay because they froze right away. They got a decent amount of ice on them, and so I think they they did okay through this, but. You get lakes like Island and stuff like that and Pike, yeah, that's probably not going to fare as good because they didn't freeze that, you know, that long ago. And Island's always got a current going through it like uh, like Fish Lake does. Right, right. But uh, there's a lot of guys going out. Uh, we've been selling a ton of bait this morning already, and uh, it's been uh, every day this week uh, been pretty good. A uh, lot of bait, a lot of lures, different things going out the door. So people are getting out, you know, the weather's Weather's nice anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, 18 to 20-some degrees, you can't beat that when you're out ice fishing. That's so. for darn sure. No, uh, yeah. as for depth, um, it was sure a shallow bite last fall. Does that carry over into the winter, too? Well, you know, it, it depends. This is kind of weird. Um, you know, <clears throat> on some of the lakes, you know, you, a lake like Fish Lake is kind of a little different than a lot of the other lakes as far as for crappies and stuff because yeah. they come up out of that deeper water in the evening and you get them in the more shallow water, you know, like that 14-foot range where a lot of these lakes, you know, those crappies are all staying in that 25, uh, you know, if there's a 25-foot hole, 30-foot hole, that's where they'll stay. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of... You know, some of the lakes are a little different. Um, walleye fishing, uh, you know, I think the guys have been fishing at uh, 8 to 12 feet of water, you know, uh, somewhere in there. And, and the pike have been, you know, guys throw out tip-ups. Uh, they go in, some go in shallow, and some like to go out uh, a little deeper on those edges, too, the weeds. So. All right. Now, you mentioned tip-ups, and uh, this is a different tip-up than uh, my grandpa remembered. <laughs> yeah, there's there's many a models on the market. I'll tell you what, I got some that are like a TP style yeah. that have a light light on the top of them. Yep. So when you get a bite, Bing. it lights up. Yeah. And you can see that light from a long ways away. Yeah. Um, so if you're in your house at night and you put that tip up just outside there, you know, and you leave a window, you're going to see it start blinking and uh you'd be able to tell you got a bite out there uh, and, and you know what before you know it it's going to go bang back into your phone to tell you you've got fish yeah <laughs> you know it's amazing today the technology and all the different we got tip-ups and all that fold up together and they close themselves on little uh you know contain it's all self-contained it's even got a little magnet in there for your hook um you know, and then there's the old style uh, that everyone likes. Uh, we saw a lot of them, the beaver dam, the wood tip-up. Um, you know, that's a that's a hot seller. And, and then you got, like, Fraybill makes the round one that's got the insulation that covers the hole. So, Well, we've covered a lot. Awfully quick, what are your hours at, at uh, Fisherman's Corner? We are open 8 to 7, Monday through Saturday, 8 to 6 on Sundays. we got a ton of sales going on right now, so come on up and... Check out all the gear. To you and the whole family up there, Matt King, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Rick. All right, thank you very much. And to all the guys up and gals at uh, Cirrus, we did the frenzy today. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>